the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Some top GOP presidential candidates yesterday reaching out to influential evangelical Christians. The Faith and Freedom Coalition held its annual banquet and town hall in Des Moines, Iowa on Saturday. Chief political rivals of former President Trump spoke to the group of more than a thousand people. Former Vice President Mike Pence addressed the gathering, along with fellow candidates Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott spoke there as well. That is correspondent Andrew Stewart reporting. President Biden's advanced age continuing to be a major concern for many voters. New Reuters poll shows 77 percent of respondents, including 65 percent of Democrats, say Biden is simply too old to be president. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt says, don't be fooled. The second anniversary of the fall of Kabul to the Taliban. And of course, we've been lied to for two years about what happened there and and the Biden catastrophic collapse. They had to lie, so they lied throughout. Oh, we're not going to leave any Americans behind. They left thousands of Americans behind. They lied, lied, lied. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. It's our annual 18K Gas and Groceries Giveaway. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. You can enter daily for our 18K Gas and Groceries Giveaway. 13 winners will score between $500 and $1,000, and one grand prize winner gets a year's worth of gas and groceries. Enter daily at am1280thepatriot.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low 50 degrees and clear skies throughout your overnight hours, leading into Monday, the start of your work week. Sunny, high in the mid-70s. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with our number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call, 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, feel free to do so where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. So you can also leave a comment or a question there as well. And, hey, if you haven't given our page a like or a follow as yet, please do so. It 
And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, taking a transition now, we do have a couple of in-studio guests welcoming the husband and wife team of Mike and Jenna Dix, here to talk to them about their latest endeavor entitled United Parenting Coalition. And by the way, folks, check out their website, unitedparentingcoalition.org. And I've also linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org. And the post promoting today's show, uh, their mission is listed as leveling up parents with knowledge, resources, and the tools they need to confidently lead their families and advocate for their beliefs. Uh, we've had Jenna on before in her capacity as Secretary to the Republican Party of Minnesota. She's also a full-time employee. Mike uh, is a full-time realtor. They have uh, two daughters. So, Mike, Jenna Dix, apparently not enough going on in life. Uh, you need to start a new venture. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, thanks for being here and uh, sharing with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. So, uh, I guess uh, I probably could glean the motivation of this more than anything. First and foremost, your parents. So, you're seeing uh, the... Uh, the issues that kids face. I know you have a, a younger daughter. I, she considered a toddler your younger daughter still? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then, she doesn't act like it, but yes. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And then you have an older daughter who I believe is a, a teenager. So mm-hmm. uh, being teen parents probably are more familiar than ever the challenges kids are facing and as a result uh, that the challenges the parents are facing. So I would imagine that was probably your primary motivation, Mike and Jenna? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, seeing the different things, especially with the older one, um, being in public schools and all the different things that she was facing um, and having to do a lot of research um, to kind of combat some of those things that were going on in school and um, just other things she was dealing with even outside of school. Now, was this kind of the typical thing that uh, a lot of other parents in your shoes went through in that, hey, pandemic, we get to see what our kids are learning via Zoom? Oh, my God, they're teaching them what? I mean, was that <laughs> was that kind of an aha moment for you as well, would you I, say? I think so. I mean, you don't really necessarily always talk about those things with other parents. But, I mean, from seeing things, you know, on blogs and other things online and, you know, the, the people that we have spoken with, I would definitely say that's uh, definitely pretty true. Yeah, absolutely. Um she came home and we were definitely noticing a few things within her curriculum that were things we were questioning. But at that same time it was when the pandemic hit, the riots hit, and we were starting to get more active in being aware citizens. Right, right. And we're not quiet. Like when we sit down, we're the nerd family that like still sits down and has family together, which is actually a very good thing. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of conversations around the table and she is being wrapped up into these conversations about what we're learning, what we're seeing, and all of a sudden her eyes start to open too. So it was more so she was very aware. She was coming home from school and being like, dude, look what they taught us today. And it's like, yeah, well, at least you know. But it broke our heart because it's like, okay, yeah, our kid knows Mm. because we're very nerdy and spend a lot of time researching things. Other parents may, one, not be doing that, and then two, their kids might not be as aware as our daughter was. And I would imagine because, you know, you two took such a, a proactive approach. And that that's not to say, you know, parents are necessarily hands-off. But let's face it, life is busy. Both, you know, yeah. a lot of parents working full-time yeah. may not understand what's going on inside the home. So did you kind of get a sense that, uh, uh, say, friends of your daughter, their parents kind of saw you being more active and then maybe took the initiative to come to you? Is that maybe kind of partly the inspiration for this? Um, A little bit her parent, her friend's parents. More so our own friends. Okay. Because we're all very much at the same stage of life. They all have a lot of children and more on the younger end of the spectrum for the most part, like our younger one. And they're like, wait a minute, what did you say is going on? And we're like, they have no clue what we're learning and what we're seeing. And now 
I guess we have an advantage because we have Haley, who's 16, mm-hmm. in the high schools, living that life of the teenager. And then we have Mac, who's three, mm-hmm. just diving into right, right. being someone in the world. So, uh, so Mike, uh, how about you, how about yourself? Obviously, yeah, you know, you saw Jenna dive uh, into the uh, to the po- political aspect of it, becoming the secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Um, you know, you kind of had your own business going on in, in the realty thing. Were you brought into this reluctantly, or were you also an enthusiastic participant? Jenna's laughing. I don't know. Is that a loaded question, uh, Mike? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> you know, it's something. I mean, obviously, she was more passionate about it in the beginning, um, especially on the political side of things, but. Um, I was right there with along the whole entire time, and as soon as she brought this up, I'm like, yeah, this is a g- great opportunity for us to, to do something together and to also help empower parents just because, I mean, we do spend a lot of time researching um, a lot more than other parents may and kind of take some of that work off of them so that they can be more um, knowledgeable of what's really going on in the world and uh, take, it, take, it, take action. Now, I, obviously, Jenna, we've alluded to your role with the Republican Party of Minnesota. And when you had Correct. this announcement rolling out this organization, did people auto- automatically assume it was a political arm of what you're doing already? Because I would think that taking an active interest in your kids' education has got to be the most bipartisan thing out there. You would think so, absolutely. But, yeah, with my role being within the Republican Party itself and then um, two of our board members actually are very politically active. Um, one, she's in a nonpartisan role. But end of the day, I mean, people see which way you're kind of voting, which way you're leaning. Um, and then another gal, again, a nonpartisan role, school board focused. Um, but again, they you know paint her as, oh, she's the red candidate. And um, so immediately people assumed these three women and then Mike, who's a deputy chair of our um, BPOU, this okay. is politically focused. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not. Even on our website, like we made sure to leave off. All of those political pieces, not that we're not incredibly proud of them, because we are, and those are parts of our identity, but we want to make sure people know that this is not red versus blue. This is we need to unite because our children and our families matter more than any R or D on a ticket. Well, And whether we like it or not, uh, politics has injected itself into into these kinds of things, particularly this last legislative session, some of the things that they pass that have impacted uh, kids and their families. So as much as we try to eschew politics and we get tired of politics and, and, and I'm not a, obviously not a fan of it myself. I kind of more of a, a look at it as a spectator sport. Hence I have a microphone because kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a cathartic yes. exercise, but it, but it, it is injected in our lives, whether we like it or not. So yeah. people can maybe push back at the political aspect of it, but whatever side you're on. And we saw this in the state of Virginia, mm-hmm. it's like, we're, we're pro our children having a solid education, Mike. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, that's the foundation. And right now, from what we've seen, especially you know, being more hands-on during COVID, that wasn't the case. I mean, the the education part of schooling just wasn't there. Not at all. And obviously, there's been a the the big story, particularly even in the aftermath of the legislative session. I kind of alluded to it briefly last hour. You know, there are a lot of uh, laws that came out of that session that are facing uh, legal challenges, and legitimately yeah. so. And one that isn't necessarily facing a legal challenge, but there has been a call to maybe correct that issue has mm-hmm. to do with uh, school resource officers. Yeah. And you and you allude to that a little bit in your on your website in about protecting public safety. And that certainly falls under that umbrella, Jenna, is how safe are our kids in these schools? Are they left to be sitting ducks? I mean, you hate to think about you need someone with, with a 
a law enforcement presence in the schools, but it mm-hmm. is the reality we face. And the fact that some law enforcement jurisdictions are hesitant to do so because they're afraid they might be hamstrung, yeah. that leaves the kids vulnerable. A hundred percent. And I think back, I graduated in, oh my goodness, 2005, so more years than I like to admit at this point. <laughs> but at the same time, we had SROs yeah. back then. Wow. And now, you know, the fact that they're yanking them out of these schools where I worked in the schools, I used to be an interpreter. And I remember, you know, I was in two different, very different schools, one down in um, southern Minnesota and then one in the cities here. And the one in the cities here, even as staff, like I felt safer knowing that there was an officer sitting up front because especially as a smaller female staff member, knowing that there were students that were vulnerable, you need somebody there that is going to know how to de-escalate a situation to keep everyone in that building safe. Yeah, I mean, we talk about, and one of the other aspects, you know, uh, in in addition to public safety, you talk about smaller and better government. Now, when you talk about that, Mm -hmm. now that immediately runs afoul of of some people that are on the left side of the aisle. They're all about government. (laughs) They're all about a bigger government than their president. And again... I, I, you know, we, we can, we can ridicule that notion, but at the same time, you try, I try to get a handle is like, you know, what, what makes you think that at the end of the day, government is going to save you? I mean, look at all the things that have been passed in this past legislative session where we're already starting to reap the negative benefits of that. So has there been uh, a lot of pushback response to that aspect of your, of your platform? Not yet. You probably expect it to come, I would imagine. Uh, I'm sure it will come. Um, (laughs) And, I I mean, my opener yesterday was I knew that Minnesota as a whole, government-wise, we were one of the largest employers in the state. Oh, yeah. Um, They were number two. And I learned yesterday, actually, that we are, once the FMLA thing goes into play, the state of Minnesota government will be the number one employer of people in the state. Larger than the Mayo Clinic. How about that? Right? Yeah. So it's like the fact that they have so many people essentially kind of thumbs down on the people here within Minnesota is crazy to think about because we just want to be able to live our lives by the Constitution, do our darndest to raise our families up, following faith, following God, making sure, you know, can I be real? Like, end of the day, all of our kids are going to wind up in therapy for some type of reason, right? right, right. Because parents are trying our hardest, but we're going to screw something up. But right now, it's end of the day, it's parents' responsibility to raise those children up. And right now, government is taking a role. And no, those are our kids. We're going to do this for you. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of concerning that, you know, particularly, and and I'm heartened by a lot of these parents, not only are they just expressing their concerns and talking about them, they're getting in the game, whether it's running for school board or like you all, putting together an organization like this. and. A lot of them, the first thing they run on is a platform of parental rights. Parents need to know more of what's going on in their classroom. And yet, it seems like the phrase parental rights has become a pejorative to some. Oh, parental rights. Well, we know what that means. <laughs> and, uh, and, and trying to shame parents and taking yeah. an interest in their kids' education, thankfully, doesn't seem to be working, Jenna. No. <laughs> we are definitely the types that... It- we birth or I birthed that baby, you know, he brought Haley into this world. And I live of the mindset that God gifted those girls to us to raise up for him. It's our job. And nobody is going to scare either of us right now into no, actually, we think we're going to do a better job. Really? God trusted us, not you. You know, and, and again, people kind of conflate the issues here. It's like no one is suggesting that parents should come into a math classroom and no. lecture the teacher oh, on how to no. teach algebra or you know, reach the or, or 
convey the quadratic no. formula. No one is suggesting that. What they're I saying, don't think I could. Right. That, that's just <laughs> it. That's just it. And it's been a while for me too. But 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 the point is, it's like no, we're concerned about are our kids learning these basic life yeah. skills because this is something that's going to have an impact not only uh, in in their social lives, but also, oh, I don't know, the economy. If kids aren't equipped to handle uh, skills that you need for for higher, uh, for for more, um, shall we say, skilled jobs that are going to require an aptitude once you get into college. There's a gap right now. Yeah, K-12 huge. to living your life, there, there's no bridge to get there. They graduate and they're like, now what? They're not set up for success. No. And what and the statistics are frightening, Mike. I don't know if you know these uh, statistics offhand. Uh, the 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 education loss to the pandemic. I mean, even more so now. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduating seniors are not as e- uh, as equipped. I don't know if either you know the statistics, um, but it's it was fifty some percent was okay. the literacy rate last I looked. Um, I I know it went down. This last report card that just came out right around the state fair time. Um, the scores plummeted yet again, and of course, you know they're again blaming the pandemic, mm. which. Don't get me wrong. I see it in my own daughter. Sure. That the sure. pandemic affected her, thousand percent. But I also know, being a student that had an A in advanced English her freshman and her sophomore year, the fact that she still cannot write a paper because she was never taught. Mm. Granted, wow. yes, that falls on our shoulders that, whoops, we didn't even know that. Right, But right. two, why did you not teach her how to write a paper as she sat in your classroom for two years after the pandemic? You cannot blame the pandemic. That's on your curriculum. Well, it just goes to show the standards now, too, compared to when we were in school, because I feel like we were writing papers like that, seventh, maybe eighth grade. Yeah, right. And already had that skill set by now, so that when we were in high school, that we were focused on what was actually in the papers and not how to write them. Do they diagram sentences anymore? (laughs) Yeah, I'm old. I remember that where you, okay, here's a sentence, pick out the noun, the adjective, the gerund, all that fun stuff. And funny thing about that, so. My background, I'm a sign language interpreter. And when you're doing ASL, you flip all that around. The sentence structure actually changes while you're interpreting. Interesting. Okay. My daughter is doing ASL 2 with me now as a homeschool class. And, yeah, it's going to be a struggle because she doesn't know all that. And my daughter, I give her a huge kudos. She is incredibly intelligent. She could walk in here and do an interview with you probably better than a lot of adults because she has really great skills. Should have brought her like, along. I should have. The little one actually has to come. Fair enough. Fair but enough. <laughs> um, flipping things like that, I'm a little worried about because they never taught those logistics in English class. Okay. Once again, we are joined in studio by Mike and Jenna Dix. They, the founders of United Parenting Coalition. Again, check out their website, United parentingcoalition.org we come back uh, we'll delve in more to this uh, uh, fascinating new organization uh, what it's been like uh, what's what kind of uh, feedback more additional feedback they've gotten in the couple of weeks since they've been on board 651-289-4488 is the number to call back in mere moments with another segment of the northern alliance radio network go nowhere Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot, Minneapolis. Okay, honey, I'm done with the family shower schedule. Wait, I'm last, and I only get two minutes. 
Well, that's all the hot water that's left. Sounds like it's time for a new energy-saving Ream tankless water heater installed by Ream Pro Plumber Metro Heating and Cooling with smart features, tax credits, rebates, and immediate hot water. I'd better call Metro Heating. Save on your utility bill by replacing that old water heater with a Ream tankless water heater that pays you back. Call now for your no-hassle quote, metroheating.com. Are you about to sign an order for siding, roofing, or windows, but you're worried that the price is too high? Keep them honest by contacting me at GetMy3Quotes.com, and I'll email competitive quotes your way. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. You want to feel important. You want to feel a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way, too. I'm 2nd Lieutenant Logan Swanson from Rosemount, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people, just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard and aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions, but what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Did you know that there's one place you can go to hear God's words of hope spoken into your life anytime, anywhere? Oneplace.com Listen to your favorite Christian programs, read daily devotionals, and get answers to your tough questions all at oneplace.com or on the OnePlace app in the Apple and Android app stores. Visit OnePlace.com today. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 to the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Again, joined in studio by Mike and Jenna Dix. They, the founders of the United Parenting Coalition. Again, check out their website, unitedparentingcoalition.org. Mike and Jenna, we talked an awful lot about education in the first segment, and rightly so. I mean, obviously, this is one of the bigger concerns, if not the biggest concern parents have is their kids' education going forward. And again, the concern was certainly more heightened uh, when they learned uh, during the pandemic what their kids were learning and and kind of the structure of the curriculum. But uh, there's so much more to your organization than just that. Hence its name, United Parenting 
coalition, which means it's a more of a multifaceted approach than just education. Why don't you maybe highlight uh, some of the other areas, if you if you don't mind, and um, why that ring is so important in, in not only your lives, but what you're hearing from other parents? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, yeah, we focus on education quite a bit because that is a big one right now. Um, but there is also a lot of other areas that um, parents need some knowledge on and need extra information to make decisions for their families. I mean, you look at um, healthcare. Healthcare is a big one right mm, now, too. Right. Different opportunities that maybe they didn't know were out there, whether it's um, different providers or, you know, health and parental rights um, in that arena. Um, you know, faith-based items, uh, public safety. I mean, there's a lot of different pillars out there that we are focusing on to help bring more information to people and putting it in one place just so they're not constantly digging around, try, having to try to find it. They can go to one source, and it's all right there. And did we find out what fully funded education meant after this last <laughs> legislative session? Because remember, we're going to fully fund education. <laughs> we're going to finally get a number on that. Did we find out what that number is? Do we know? Fully fund and then yeah. hand you a ton of mandates to right. go along yep. with it, right? <laughs> Yeah, so, well, I guess um, from from that standpoint, um, when you, you know, and again, a big part of uh, impact that has, that have, how parents have been adversely impacted has been a lot of these things that were passed through the legislative yeah. session. Again, it goes beyond, it goes beyond education. We could talk about some of those areas as well, but, uh, you know, you, Jenna, obviously being involved in the, a lot in the political aspect. Yep. Um, when you're talking to parents about went on what went on this past legislative session, did you find that there was a lot of shock and surprise, some of the stuff that came out? A, a ton of shock and surprise. Yeah. Um, so that was actually one thing when I got into the party. I was like, I'm going to make sure that I'm being that voice for that suburban mom, making sure I'm putting out social media directed at those other moms that can completely relate to me. And that was a few things that I did, especially with that legislative session. I was doing YouTube videos directed at mom saying, hey, I know you're busy. You know, turn my video on two times speed if you need to. But just make sure you're listening and finding out what just happened and how it will affect you. Because the media did not, as you know, advertise. What? Right. <laughs> Shocker. Um, it did not advertise what really went down in those sessions. And end of the day, biggest thing is, how is this going to impact your family? How is this going to impact you in the long run, financially, education-wise, safety? And as Mike was saying with um, UPC, you know, we're focusing on seven different areas of life that are really going to impact the family. And, you know, education, huge one. That's why we led with that. Healthcare, close after that. Public safety, because right now I think a lot of parents and families, you know, whether it be, yes, in the metro itself, in the cities, but even those first, second, third rings of the suburbs right now, people are starting to get a little more fearful every single day just to live their life. And we need to know what resources are out there to help combat that fear. Um, focusing on our faith, focusing on government. Um, that's something we're really implementing with UPC is I, I do not want this to be a resource that's like, we want to know all essentially the propaganda of what's going on in the world. No. Hey, what's going on in government policy-wise, candidate-wise, that's going to affect you at your dinner table conversations? And how can we bring this resource to these families in a way that is more digestible and more less pressure-filled? Sure, sure. So that they can look and say, hey, you know what? I really do trust UPC because they gave me some solid information about education and health care. And now that I'm looking at this, they're saying that this candidate here is really going to help represent the family values and X, Y, Z is why. Or they're saying that this policy just changed and look how it's going to impact our pocketbook in, you know, 
two years down the road when it actually goes into impact. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, we, li- we live in such a, you know, an online world. And, you know, the information age, it's good to a certain extent because you do get that information right at your fingertips. But it, it can also be a yeah. detriment. I mean, we see how, you know, particularly some of these social media apps that, that, that the kids utilize, they're not getting <laughs> as much in-person contact. I mean, you're seeing something, you know, a highlight reel, and you're not seeing yeah. the thing in person. So from your organization standpoint, how important or how vital is the in-person contact with these parents? And is that is that something that you're going to put an emphasis on? Yeah, I mean, and that's actually kind of where the organization started, the vision at least. Um, Jenna had um, just an idea that, hey, let's do like an expo-style convention. Okay. Um, get all these people that have, you know, the same values and are working towards the same long-term goal all in one place so that people can go and actually have that in, in-person contact, you know, hold, you know, the information in their hands and not just be looking at it online. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the goal, I mean, along with the website um, down the road is to, I think, quarter two of next year is that's kind the of the aim for the first um, convention that we want plan on doing. Oh, great. Yeah. So, so that's kind of been our focus right now, too, is just getting things up and running, but having that in the in the background is something we need to start working on. Yeah. I would imagine your role with the party, Jenny, you see what goes on planning these meetings and, and how, how it's involved. So it's a good thing that you're already looking ahead to Q2 next year because yes. it takes that kind of time, I imagine. It totally does. Absolutely. It's definitely got a lot of logistics that we need to figure out and put into play. Um, but at the same time, I mean, this idea came to me, like Mike said, and it, I can't deny, like, it was like a smack from God because apparently <laughs> that's how he has to talk to me for me to actually pay attention when I'm rushing to and fro. Um, and this idea came and I immediately sat down, wrote out a business plan because I'm that kind of a nerd. And it, the first thought that came to me was, okay, who can I pull into this? Who can I get to help me? Because I know now from whether it be the political space or just business, I've, you know, your network is your connection. Key. Sure. And I've met a ton of people that I know are going to be really incredibly helpful. And number one, they are aligned with us. They believe in the values and the beliefs that UPC believes in, but also pulling them in because, hey, you know, for example, AK Kamara is somebody I brought in because I'm like, I know that you know. Friend of the broadcast. Exactly. I'm like, I know you know, number one, same values and beliefs, but number two, you are a fun person. You are going to bring a vibe to this convention that a lot of people are going to need. So when you're walking in, you know, my biggest thing was make sure we have some good coffee there for these moms and these dads to grab. Grab a nice cup of coffee, walk around this expo, all these different tables, grabbing brochures and pamphlets and getting what you need. Back with another segment on the broadcast, Mike and Jenna Dix, founder of United Parenting Coalition. Again, unitedparentingcoalition.org. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Did you know that an auto accident as slow as two miles an hour is enough to shift your spine out of place and compress a nerve? Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic in Richfield, all 494 and 35W. Because I've also suffered from auto accident injuries, I'll be your biggest advocate to ensure that you get your optimal health and function back. Even if you've been in a minor crash, it's important to seek treatment within the first 24 hours. Most people are in a state of shock and don't feel anything right away because it can take up to two weeks for symptoms to appear. As a corrective chiropractor, we take x-rays to determine what injuries you have to prevent scar tissue from developing and causing further problems. If you've been in an auto accident, we're here to help at Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic. 
Call us today at 612-545-5672 or go to drkimtran.com. That's drkimtran.com. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Hi, right, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can uh, check out the live stream of the broadcast. And again, give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. Uh, really enjoyed our conversation thus far with Mike and Jenna Dix. And I'll continue to enjoy it. I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm not saying it's gonna go downhill from here. I'm just saying I'm going. To, I have enjoyed it, and will continue to do so. Uh, again, talking about their organization, United Parenting Coalition. Again, check out their website, United parentingcoalition.org, kind of your one-stop shop for parents trying to navigate these uh, very complex times. Uh, obviously, just raising their kids is difficult enough, but everything that their kids are getting into and certainly the challenges that kids face. I mean, I, I remember, you know, Jenna, you uh, you were born the day I graduated high school. I'm Given you told me about when you graduated <laughs> yeah. high school, I'm like, okay, if I'm doing the math, Jenna was probably born the year I graduated <laughs> high school. So uh, I won't say what year that was, but you know, it was a while ago. So. Yep. But the point is, it's like, I remember, you know, my parents and grandparents say, oh, my gosh, all of the things that you kids have to navigate in the, yeah. these uh, these difficult times. Oh, I'm just so the, your generation. And then now my and then my generation behind it, we were saying the same things to them. And now you're saying that to your kids. And, yeah. you know, looking at it, I mean, 
again, not to sound like one of those people, but what kids are facing today, and again, we alluded to a little bit, mm-hmm. with the social media apps and, and just the things that come along with that, I can't fathom what that would have been like for, for myself, someone who liked to stay off to the side in the background and you know not, not be bothered, and how, that, how you're thrust into an unwanted spotlight. So with all, with all that in mind, um, what are, I mean, are there, have there been, I guess I'll frame it this way. Have there been any parents who have come to you with kind of that helpless feeling? Hey, I've tried everything. Your organization sounds like exactly what we want. And if so, what kind of pressure do you feel as parents? Because you've got your own challenges that you're facing with, with kids at home. Absolutely. Um, and that's exactly it. We each have challenges as parents throughout all the generations. Some of them are like the common ground things like, Mom, I hate my sister today, <laughs> right? <laughs> to nowadays. Not that you ever heard that in your house. No, never. Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, nowadays, it's things like, Mommy, my teacher told me I'm not a boy. Oh, my gosh. Right, yeah. things like that. Like, you're like, wow, these. Didn't uh, have that on my bingo card back in 1987, <laughs> I got to yeah, admit. Exactly, uh, right. Uh, totally new things on top of it all. Um, but the piece with UPC that is incredibly exciting is that, those troubles that parents are dealing with are going to continue to evolve and change. I'm sure when our girls are older, they're going to look at us and we're going to think, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine what they're dealing with because it's going to continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. UPC is an organization that can continue to evolve. As a new hiccup in parenting pops up, we can continue to pull in resources to help combat that hiccup so parents can still feel confident with their knees probably still shaking a little mm-hmm. bit because parenting is hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you're going to now be equipped with the resource or the knowledge that you're going to need to be able to hit that hiccup with more confidence so you can continue to raise your family. So that's the nice thing, like I said, is we are going to evolve. We're continuing to grow every day. I mean, we just launched, I think at this point it was eight days ago, and we've already added 40 new resources since launching. So we're constantly pulling new things in. So now is this, just to clarify, um, you're not there to critique other people's Parenting style, right? No. You're just there to provide research. Yeah. So, and, th- and that may be another <laughs> thing because I could, I could totally see this parents hesitant to come forth and, yeah. you know, there's a pride thing to even acknowledge, Hey, I'm, I'm having difficult navigating these troubled waters. But once they see other people having similar challenges and say, okay, okay, maybe I'm okay coming forward, but yet still might be hesitant because I don't want other people to know what's going on behind closed doors, and yet they mm-hmm. might find out. Join the club. We're having those same issues. I mean, is that, is that fair? You're not going to uh, be sitting there with a harsh spotlight <laughs> critiquing other people's parenting? I, I assume not. No, because they're going to turn that on me, and that's scary. <laughs> um, absolutely not. I mean, the biggest thing is, so you alluded to earlier, I have a full-time job. I'm a certified health coach. And the biggest thing in life, we all have our failures. We're going to have our sticking points, and you never want somebody to turn on that. You want to utilize that weakness per se, right? And mm-hmm. say, hey, I see your struggle. Let's dive into this together. I may be a quarter step ahead of you. Let's use my quarter step as an advantage to you to kind of miss that pothole that I may have hit. Sure, sure. And parenting is so flipping hard right now that there is no critiquing because the different potholes, I just read, you know, the road to parenting is paved with potholes. We're just going to try to miss those potholes as much as we absolutely can. I probably will stumble in a couple right along with people following me. 
we're going to do our darndest to give them the resources and the tips and the knowledge to navigate it as best we can without falling on our face. And this is a uh, this is probably uh, not an accident. Uh, looking at your website under our values and beliefs, uh, first and foremost listed again. I'm assuming that's not yeah. an accident. Knowing a little bit about your background is faith. Yep. That's a big thing. And you know where my wife and I go to church. That's the thing pastors emphasize always is hey the local church still has to have a role. In the community, uh, you know, I'm not asking to speak about your local church or anything, but I've seen some where it's not, maybe it's not so much a local church, but maybe the congregants kind of maybe blur the lines a little bit with uh, getting caught up in the political aspect of it. Again, as people of faith, we need to be involved in the political arena, but sometimes the concern is, is that maybe the line's a little bit blurred. So maybe talk about the faith aspect of this organization, because as a person of faith, I look at this as as a number one, probably most important in somebody's uh, way to navigate these difficult times. Absolutely. You know, faith is something that has helped Mike and I through a lot of hard times. And we've continued to evolve in our faith journey. And when this came to be, it was like that needs to be the root of this. It needs to be where we are getting our nutrients from as we continue to grow. And the two board members we brought on, same belief. That's why we actually pulled them in. And Right now, there are some blurred lines. Mm. Churches fall under a nonprofit category where they very much feel like their hands are tied. There are, truth be told, even within the Republican Party, that's something I'm trying to help these churches and different organizations of faith navigate better because there still are some things they can do. And right now, they're so fearful that they don't want to even attempt because they don't want their nonprofit status taken. Sure. Understandably so. Yeah, right. But right now, people of faith, we need to come together because the other side that is combating that is definitely coming together. And they are making us feel bad about our faith. They are turning specific Bible verses on us sometimes. We need to be able to know that, hey, I have confidence because God put me here at this time for a reason. What's that reason? What are the skills he gave you? to be able to live in today's times, and what are you supposed to be using those for? Well, and of course, a great example that you know this with your daughter's education, the PSEO, where they were saying yeah. that uh, in private institutions who uh, require some sort of a pledge yep. to their the school's uh, faith standards, uh, they, they basically outlawed some of those uh, mm-hmm. schools from uh, from participating. Obviously, there's a lawsuit that's going to be against them, and, and I'm confident we will win that lawsuit, <laughs> Ooh, but these are yeah. the things— yes. Like, to your point, Jenna, that uh, that you have to face and yeah. how some of these lines are getting blurred. Absolutely. And again, it goes back to what I was just saying, right? They're really trying to make people of faith, of Christian values, almost feel embarrassed or feel bad for what we believe in. And end of the day, I just keep trying to remind my girls, remind myself on a daily basis, like, we have God's armor. Let's utilize that to the best of our ability. Continue to stand strong because the other side is definitely continuing to let other faith-filled values fill those spaces. You know, when they are telling us, oh, you sign a Christian faith statement, you can't go to PSEO, Mm. but yet public schools are building prayer rooms for people of Muslim faith. Or, oh, let's celebrate this Chinese faith-filled holiday, but do not say Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there needs to be some give and take, and us on this side need to stop being so worried about being PC per se. And just remember that we have values, and it's okay to stand strong on those. So have there been concerns about this uh, this faith pledge that you, you've taken going forward? Yeah, kind of? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from the outside, but end of the day, inside, we're all, like, standing strong. We don't mind at all because, you know what? 
God gave us all this vision and the strength to continue to stand strong. It's nice because we are all people of faith on the board and with, you know, our volunteers and things of that sort. We just continue to say, let's wrap up in that armor of God and continue to head forward because we know there's going to be moments where we feel like we're in a battle. And that's okay. Heck, you've got a whole podcast series dedicated to, I mean, in all seriousness, Jenna, talk about your personal story and everything you had to overcome. Yeah. I mean, you can't move forward with an endeavor like this without that being a pillar of it. No, exactly. And that's exactly it. Everyone has a story, you know, and we need to rely on the fact that there is transformation in each one of our lives. My story, you know, I um, was an alcoholic and I, I battled with that for quite a while. I've been sober this December 1st, five years. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, in addition to that, I came out in a, of an abusive marriage and pretty rough divorce. But at the same time, there was moments that I sat in those pockets of sorrow, I guess, feeling bad about myself. And sure. now I sit back and I look at him like, God taught me so much. Right. So much. I have so much more strength and ability so when these little, I guess, trolls pop up on social media now and try to, you know, essentially give hate Toothless. to Toothless. Yeah, yeah, give hate to the UPC. It's like, y- y'all don't know what we're made of over here. Like, God's got our back. The armor is strong. And we're going to use those strengths from our story, which every person has, to continue to move forward. I would think there would probably be more trepidation if you weren't getting detractors. It's like, <laughs> yes. yeah, I must not be doing something right here. Yes, not getting... exactly. Yeah, that, that that's kind of seems to be the measuring stick these days. Well, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, again, we've been joined in studio, Mike and Jenna Dix, of, talking about their organization, United Parenting Coalition. We got one more short segment to go uh, in the broadcast. It always goes by quick, so we're going to wrap this up when we come back in mere moments. Again, folks, if you have any uh, comments or questions, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, pro-life. Dan Coulter has a warning that by the time Republicans wake up, to the reality of abortion politics, there will be no elected Republicans left. And Anne is right. Hate to break it to you, we have now lost in every single state on abortion issues since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Republican women are going to vote Democrat on this issue of abortion restrictions. And I hate it. I'm talking Republican women, not, you know, blue-haired progressive hippie women. Leave my body alone. That's what they're saying. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. 
I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Wow, this has been a great hour. So appreciative of Mike and Jenna Dix taking time away from their young family to come and share about their new organization, United Parenting Coalition. Again, folks, I'm giving out the website every, every opportunity I get, so check it out, unitedparentingcoalition.org. And I've also linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org, on the post promoting today's show, so you can just uh, click on it there and find out all about it. Uh, you know, we've we've talked a lot about uh, different organizations. Uh, you know, there's a one prominent organization out there, uh, Moms for Liberty. You heard about mm-hmm. it. Um, again, when you're over the target, that's when you're going to get shot at the most. And boy, yes. are they are they taking some uh, serious uh, rhetorical shrapnel for everything that they're oh, out yeah. there advocating for and believing in. And you know, we go all the way back to the uh, 2008 election and Sarah Palin with the with the Mama Bear r- rhetoric yep. that she put forth with her uh, large family. But the one concern a lot of families and even society in general today have is uh, absentee fathers. They may be in the home, but they may not be as engaged. They may try to let, they may let mom take care of everything. Again, not trying to accentuate any stereotypes or anything or perpetuate them. But mm-hmm. the sad reality is that there just aren't the plethora of dads in the home today as there were, say, in my generation. I say that as someone who grew up in a single-mother household, okay? Mm-hmm. So I under, I understand that. So, Mike, obviously that's something that certainly is important to you with a, with a teenager and a 3-year-old because you're going to get to do all of this all over again <laughs> when your younger one becomes a teenager, and, uh, and it'll go quick. I'm sure you could probably testify to that, but... Uh, Obviously, that's something near and dear to your heart to say, hey, mama bears are great. I got a fantastic wife who's a tremendous mother to our girls. But, hey, us dads over here, we're, we're making it happen, too. Yeah, and I can say, I mean, I, honestly, uh, I wasn't quite as engaged as um, in the past until this kind of all started to come into play, um, at least in this arena. Um, sure. I was definitely involved. I mean, I coached my oldest in, in basketball, helped with softball. Um, I mean, spent quality time with her um, outside of school and things like that, but um, as far as, you know, the faith-based piece or education stuff, I mean, you know, it's kind of just letting, you know, letting it run its course. Sure. Basically. Um, and I think that's just one thing, um, that's really stood out now since we've been doing all this research and 
working on this together is just that dads do need to get more engaged. I mean, I understand they're busy working, they're busy providing for their family, they have other things going on. But like you said, we've seen the mama bears step up. It's time for the dads to really start getting involved. I mean, there's studies out there that show that families are more likely to follow um, and be more involved in their faith journey if the dad is mm, the one leading that journey. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that's you know a good example of why this is important for dads to get involved because I mean it, it's above and beyond even just faith at this point. It's you know your kid's education, it's your kid's future. Um, there just needs to be a little bit more. I don't know. I'm looking lost in the word here, but just more more engagement, more, more ge- participation. Engagement. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you think about like when a kid's in trouble and mom goes in to spank them or uh. whatever kind of punishment, right? The kid's a little fearful, but if the threat of wait till your dad comes home mm. comes out, yep. whoo, you know you're in trouble, and <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, these dads have more power behind them to lead their families than a strong mama bear does sometimes. And I am a strong advocate for mama bears. I am one myself. Right. But I know my husband has a lot more power within him. That's how he's built. That's why God made him a male. And, yes, there's males and females. Oh, boy, yeah. You're stepping on some lines now, aren't we? But we need to make sure that the males are just as involved as the females, and that's why this organization is built for both moms and dads to jump in, get what they need, and help their families. Yeah, and just kind of a general thing that we hear from a, a, a lot of women that are, you know, getting into getting to the age where they're late twenties, early thirties, and some may not be married, and it's and it's not. I I don't think it's fair, but it seems to happen to women more than men of that same age. Like, why aren't you married yet? You know, men don't get oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I was in my late twenties. You know, when I when I met my wife, I didn't get that question near as much as she did before right. she and I met. And and you know, we've we've had conversations about this. It's like you know, women are you know people claim the feminist movement well where the attitude <laughs> we don't need a man we can make it on our own and that's true they can but i think a lot of them if you really get to the heart of the issue what a lot of them have said is like you know we're more than happy to have a, that great man in our lives we just haven't found one that's being willing to lead so guess oh, what yes. we've taken up the mantle yeah you know, out of necessity absolutely and you know i think that is a huge society battle right now. There's a lot of organizations out there doing great work for that. Take Charge with Kendall Qualls and Sheila Qualls, for example, does Mm -hmm. amazing work. And, you know, I'm going to continue to cheer on and pray for organizations like that. Um, But end of the day, even if if it's just a mama bear, great. But those families out there that have a dad that can stand up and help, like stop just sitting in the corner and being quiet and even if your wife likes to talk, you know, like <laughs> I, think I know my like goes. mine does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it's okay to stand up and say your piece and say your opinion too, because your kids and your wife, by structure, should be listening and following. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's funny because it, it seems like television the past couple of decades have really made its hay on the bumbling, stumbling dad that you know yes. is just kind of the oaf, and mom comes in. Yeah. And, saying, and again, I'm not blaming television for the family. That's not what I'm. <laughs> not at all That's what I'm saying. Issue. That's not at all what I'm saying. But I, what I am saying is that people, they they maybe are pleasantly surprised when they see yes. dads more involved and proactive. I mean, did you get dads actively coming to you when this organization was formed? And, Absolutely. And their concerns that they have? It, and when I sit and chat with dads, you know, it, it gives them hope. There's almost like a gleam of, oh, there is an option for me, too. I can still have a space. It doesn't just have to be the mama bears which has been really exciting for me as a female to see like, 
wow, he's going to step up and help his family because, like Mike said, he's always been a very active dad. That was one reason that I was actually very attracted to him because he had Haley. She's my stepdaughter. And, you know, now when I see him getting more involved in this kind of stuff, it's like, yes, amen. (laughs) That is what I need for my girls and for myself to have more strength and ability to keep going. See, and I have seen, like you've mentioned, you've seen more of the dads, you know, speaking to them and getting involved. And I've seen less of that on my end of things, like in these conversations. Like, so, I mean, to hear that is great, but that's also (laughs) kind of one arena. It's like every time I feel like we've been at things or it's it's a lot of the moms that are there. And that's why I would love to see more dads getting involved just because I, I haven't seen a lot of it myself personally. Yeah. And I think that is something that is very important and that needs to change. Yeah, and again, unitedparentingcoalition.org. I mean, if this is a, if this is something that could be of benefit to you, you parents that are listening right now, fantastic. Check it out. If there's, Absolutely. I mean, I, I imagine there's a lot of conversations among other fellow parents. Again, this is some place that that you can go to. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of in person opportunities to engage with others. And again, in this online world where there's such a uh, hyper attention to it that's just so vital a person-to-person contact i still yes. thrive on that now more than ever even though yeah. you know we've have all this at our disposal so i uh, got about 30 seconds left mike jenna any final thoughts that you want to share with folks before we move on again this has been a great discussion goes by way too quick as always it does. We're down to our last 30 seconds. we definitely want to thank you brad for the opportunity yes, to pop on to chat about this a little bit it's something families need anytime and uh definitely check out the website um in addition to that belly to belly contact i agree it is huge if there's any opportunities you see, whether it's a church group, a mom's group, a political group, we would love to pop in, whether it's one of us, both of us, one of our volunteers coming, chatting, sharing more about this resource so that people walk away feeling more confident and equipped to raise their family. Once again, Mike and Jenna Dix of United Parenting Coalition, unitedparentingcoalition.org, founders of that fine organization. Mike, Jenna, thanks so much for your time today. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You bet. And folks, as always, thank you. Mitch and I are switching broadcast next weekend, so a special programming note there. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the streets of Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and his disciples float in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of each and every site and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Sign up today to travel with Dennis and me this October. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Unlock a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m.
This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I received every night about the most important issues to read about. PragerTopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, PragerTopia Unlimited. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. AM 12... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.